Good morning, everyone. Welcome to ICF Rome online. And for those who will eventually be on campus, this is Pastor Jennifer Pasquale. And I'm excited for this season that is upon us. You know, we're celebrating Jesus. We're thankful for everything that he's done for your life, even if you don't know it yet. So as you enter into this service today, I encourage you to lean into the worship, to stand up if you can and praise your, raise your hands and praise the Lord because God is faithful. He has a word for you today. I am believing for a miracle in your life. It's in motion. You joined us online today and God has ordered your steps. God has a word for you. And as you lean into his presence, I know that your heart and your mind is going to be lifted, healed, restored, rejuvenated. I'm so thankful that you are joining with us today. Our reason to celebrate. <laughs> I mean it. I celebrate each and every one of you. I'm so happy to be back. I was traveling for ministry in the U.S., and I have to tell you that as we talk about the gifts from heaven, he is the brand new life. He's not in a manger. He's not in a tomb. He's not on the cross. He is resurrected, living proof that he loves you and me. Amen. And so I want to say today, thank you. Thank you to our friends and our online campus for all of the ways that you are making connections Every time I go to America, I'm amazed at the people that say, I've been a part of your church online for two years, three years, four years. Um, just some really powerful moments. And so today, I don't take it for granted that this is December 10th. Next Sunday, we're going to have, I mean, you think it's full now. There's going to be so much stuff up here. And, you know, giving gifts is symbolic. I want you to think about Jesus. Why would we not celebrate him? Amen? Why would we not celebrate Jesus coming? Because he changes everything. He is the greatest gift of all. So sometimes we give small gifts that are a token of our love to one another. But Jesus gave a gift of life eternal, and all you have to do is receive it. Amen? And so this year, as we have talked about living proof, because next week is a little different and the 24th will be a little different as well, do not forget that the 24th is one service only and next Sunday, one service only. So thank you because you're always here. Maybe not all of you are here right at 10, but let me tell you, it's going to be full like it was on Mission Sunday. So get here. We'll add some extra chairs so you can celebrate with us. But he has been truly the living proof. I'm so thankful for, I can't wait to unveil the theme for 2024. I already know there's a few people who've helped us. It's going to be amazing. But I want to talk about what God has done this year. And I want you to know that you're here today for a reason. Maybe you came because you wanted to do church during the Christmas month. But I believe God has a word for each and every one of us. And that is that he is, LOL, the everlasting God. He is the living proof. Now, 
you know, there's a song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. Anybody know that song, Twelve Days of Christmas? Let me see your hand on the first day of Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Okay, I didn't know if it was just a, it's, but guess what? Two turtle doves is in the Bible. So part of it is in the Bible. We have 12 months in the year. And so I have 12 gifts represented here today. You know, that 12 Days of Christmas song, it's a fat, funny things kind of. Lords a-leaping, maids a-milking, drummers jumping, pipers piping. Um, but I have something about an eternal present that is the most fun thing in life, to know Jesus. It, he puts us on an adventure. He keeps us when we feel unstable. He gives us joy all year long. And I want to say to you, if you're taking notes, write it down. Don't let the battle steal your praise. Don't let the struggle steal your celebration. Because we celebrate Jesus. Angel said it this morning. Not because of what he's done, but because of who he is. Those are the gifts as we unfold all year long that I want you to think about. So I want you to remember why he came. He didn't just come so that I could feel better when I say his name. He came for a very important purpose, to take from heaven to earth, to take us from earth to heaven, to give us a pathway to that eternal life, that eternal blessing, that place where there will be no more struggle, and there will be no more sorrow, and there will be no more crisis. Somebody say amen to that. So I want you to remember John 3.16. It says that whoever, all who believe, will not perish. Think about it. How many times have we heard that verse? You could probably say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life, everlasting life. But I want you to take that part of will not perish. And I want you to realize that he's saying you won't perish in the face of turmoil. You won't perish in the face of sickness. You won't perish when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Because if you know Jesus, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And I never walk alone when I walk with Jesus. That's what the celebration is all about. He came to show you and me his unconditional love. Maybe you're at the end of this year and you're thinking, I don't know why he still loves me. Because he's God. He's not man that says, oh, you did that, I'm out. He's not your BFF that, you know, you didn't talk to for 34 hours and they got mad. You could actually go the whole year. And not talk to Jesus, and he would still come to you and say, I love you forever. Can we say that to a friend who won't talk to us all year long? I love you forever. That is God love. Not man love, not woman love. It's God love. He came to give you and I a supernatural. Say supernatural. Type it in the chat. Supernatural. A supernatural peace. He is the prince of peace. But sometimes I think we think peace means the absence of turmoil. The prince of peace, the supernatural peace, is calm in the middle of chaos. That's what the kind of peace my Jesus has. 
Not that suddenly there's no turmoil or suddenly there's no bills anymore. But that in the middle of it all, I feel the Holy Spirit. I sense his presence. I take a deep breath. And I feel the supernatural peace of God in the middle of a very natural problem. Right? That's what he came to do. He came to exchange our frustrated dreams for his divine destiny. You have some dreams this year that haven't been all the way fulfilled yet, or you thought you were going to go left and you went right, or you thought you were going to go straight and you feel like you went backwards for a minute. God came to fulfill his divine plans for you. But we have to surrender that to him. We have to say, you know, I don't need it to be my way. I mean it. I don't need it to be my way, God. I know you came to give me a divine destiny that is bigger than my pleasure. It's bigger than my comfort. I mean, he didn't even come to a comfortable place. He came to a, as the kids said in the video at the beginning, some kind of smelly stable that probably stunk. And everybody's like, what's happening? You're going to hear about it next week, what's happening. He came to give us limited reasons to worship the king. Can you do me for a favor for just a minute? I, you know, I'm a visual. I need your feedback. And online, I, you can put little hand emojis up or whatever. Can you just lift your hands up? It's like an act of worship. It's an act of surrender. It says to God, I, I'm worshiping you. I mean, if you've ever been to a soccer game, they're like raising their hands and saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we're saying to God right now. Yay, God. Yay, God. Thank you for coming. Thank you for the unconditional gifts that you give to me. Thank you that you never run out of resources. You tell him right now in your own words, God, I give you my worship. I give you all of me. Thank you. Thank you for that. The scripture says in Matthew chapter 1, and you're going to see it broken up here on the screen. All of this took place. To fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Now, we're going to break this scripture down a little bit this morning. All of this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said. A lot of things happened that were, what in the world, right? What is happening? What, who's involved in this? Someone from a shepherd to a wise man to a king to a teenage girl to someone tending the flocks. All of this happened to fulfill what the Lord had said to the prophet. Is it possible that all of what's happening in your life is to fulfill that divine destiny that God has for you? God didn't forget that he made you because this year was different than last year. All of this was done to fulfill what the prophet said. What was it? The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son. And they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Can you say Emmanuel? Emmanuel, God with us. There was a reason why he gave him the name Emmanuel. There's a shop owner near the Trevi Fountain, and his name is Emmanuel. We found him mm, a year ago, maybe two years ago. And when he told us his name, I said, 
wow, that means God is with you. And he said, I just lost my mother. She just passed away, and it's been difficult. And every time I get down there, I go specifically to Emanuele's shop. We went again this weekend, and as we were preparing some things for next week, and he said, oh, I'm so happy you remember me. I'm so happy you see me. I said, God sees you. We're praying for you, Emanuele. God is with you. He has a plan for your life. I will sow and water on those seeds that his mother put in his life even by the name she gave him. The verse goes on to say, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. He did what the angel of the Lord commanded him. Are you doing what God commands of you? To love God, to walk humbly, to love mercy, to give as you give unto others, right? See, it wasn't easy for Joseph to take Mary, his wife, home in that moment. But he obeyed what the Lord had said. So today I have some packages to remind you of the gifts that God has given us, not only this year, but all year long. And this is my Bible. All of these things are in the Bible. The names we sang today, Jehovah Nisi fights our battles. You got some struggles? You got some worries? You got some things that you're like, Jehovah Nisi's taking care of that. It says his banner over me is love. Amen? You're not walking through it because he doesn't love you. You're walking through it because he wants his glory to shine forth. Emmanuel, God with us today, means eternally present. I want you to know that God is eternally present for each and every one of you. I'm going to let you find the names here. Uh, We have El Shaddai. We have Shalom. We have Jehovah Ra that he guides. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I know the camera's like, if this, this is like something I can touch. And actually, this one is very heavy. (laughs) Can you imagine? Because he, he, what does he do? He presents. He's always present. (laughs) I got to read my own writing. (laughs) He's always present. I can't, I can't move him away from me. He's as close as the mention of his name. He created you and I. He's El Shaddai. You think he can't create? He can create a miracle in the middle of your mess. He can create a healing for your heart in the middle of hurt. He is the creator. Don't forget the gift of creation. I mean, if you do just go watch an Italian sunset, watch a beautiful sunrise, and you will see he's El Roy. You think he doesn't see you? These are names of God from the Bible. He, he's Jehovah Shalom. He gives me peace. He's Jehovah. He gives me restoration and redemption. I know that sometimes December is not always easy. But it is amazing. Say amazing. I want you to put a smile on your face. 
I want you to take that gift of joy. He's Jehovah Moxie, my refuge. He's Jehovah Rapha, my healing. I love this one. You remember this one? He's Jehovah Adonai. He's the master. Means he is in control. You say, how is that a gift? It almost feels like it's something I'm giving back to him. Okay, he can have control. Actually, that's a gift from God that when I don't know what to do, I can go, you're in control. When I'm not sure what decision to make, you gave me this gift that you're Adonai, you're master. I'm not going to worry about this. What if you took one of these presents every month? You did this year, actually. And you began to say to the Lord, I receive the gift. Not just receive it. Look here. Jehovah Rapha, healing. Not just look at it. Maybe someday I'll have healing. Maybe someone, I know many of us in this room, lost loved ones. We lost friends who, if they knew Jesus, we know they're in a better life. They're having the best Christmas ever. But don't you dare let God's ways make you think that he doesn't heal now. He does. Every day is a healing miracle. Every day your loved one is with you is another day of healing miracle. He is Jehovah Rapha. He heals. He strengthens. Amen? And so I want you to know that when you say his name, it's more than holding a present. Yes, this is symbolic, but I want you to understand, you got to unwrap it. How do you do that? You go to the word. Jehovah Nisi, our banner. He gave his love so that we would have a loving Lord to lean on. Jehovah Elroy, the God who sees, even when it may have felt like he turned away, he was working. He was waiting on you to trust him. Anybody ever had to wait on God? Let me see your hands. Come on. You had to wait on God. I know. It's not easy. Some of us wait more easily than others. Not me. I'm be honest. But he's waiting because he says, I see. I don't know about you, but there's even been moments, Beverly, when I'm like, God, I already learned this lesson. We got to learn it again. And the Holy Spirit's saying, I want you to learn it deeper. I want you to learn it wider. You ever sing that little song in kids' church, deep and wide, deep and wide. There's a fountain flowing deep and wide. That's what God does. He goes really deep into our heart. He helps our love to go really wide to others. He established authority for your life and mine as Adonai because he takes care of his people. He meets their needs. Just look at Jesus with the fish stories. You remember that from November? The video I showed you of the disciples, and I love it when the, the, one of the disciples are going like, are we going? Are we following him? What are we doing? And should we go? And, you know, the first couple went. And, and then the one that was watching, he's like, go. Don't you see what he just did? Go. I'll take care of the fish. You go and follow what he's saying. That's not just in the Bible. It's not just for something before. It's for you today. He will be your guiding proof. The greatest gift I believe that you could open this year would be trusting Jesus more. Trusting Jesus again. Don't stop trusting. Don't stop trusting. He's a beautiful Lord. He's a masterful Savior. 
As Jehovah Rapha, he demonstrates his power to heal. As Jehovah Nisi, he brings love. You know, his love didn't start in a beautiful palace here on earth, but in a smelly stable. He doesn't find you and me in perfect places. Amen? He finds us sometimes in a very imperfect place. And I don't know about you, maybe it's just me, but I can feel the Holy Spirit sometimes go, you're here again? You're at this place of doubt again? You're at this place of asking me again? Trust me, says the Lord. Trust me. Now, I got grandkids. I'm not going to use their names today. All my grandkids need Jesus. All my grandkids are in church today. Thank you, Jesus, for that. But they each have got to know Jesus. They each have got to trust him in a new way. I could tell you funny stories. I'm not going to tell you because they don't feel funny right now. But (laughs) what I'm saying to you is I don't care if you're 2 or 16 or 22 or 42 or 62 or 82 or like my grandmother 102 when she went to be with Jesus you got to know that he is Jehovah Goel the one who redeems and restores everything that was fractured and broken everything that was confused is suddenly beautifully woven into this tapestry of testimony Each and every one of you, most of you, some of you are new for the first time or or recently, but I look at you and I see your testimony. I look at you and I see faithfulness. I look at you and I see love. I look at you and I see trusting God. That testimony, that gift that you carry inside of you, it's a gift to give to others. It's not just for yourself. He is Jehovah Shammah, an omnipresent proof. He's present. If I'm celebrating on the mountain, he's there. If I'm walking in a low valley, he's there. If I have the opportunity to be on some kind of platform of influence, he's there. If I feel lost in the shadows, he's there. He is Shammah. He is proof. That he is everywhere, all the time, as close as the mention of his name. He never runs out. He knows what we need before we need it. He does have some principles, though. Choice and consequence, right? You spend all your money on frivolous stuff and you wonder why you can't pay your bills. Yes, God can do a miracle, but you got to pay your bills. You got to have a budget. You got to do some things in the right order, right? The Bible says you give to God your first fruit. It's also that way with our life. I spend all my life doing all this stuff that has nothing to do with God. And I don't realize that what I am doing has anything to do with God. And at the end of the day or the end of the week, I run out. But if you do your life knowing that today... I'm sitting around this table at this boardroom. Today, I'm sitting in this classroom. Today, maybe I'm going to sing and worship and dance before the Lord because he never runs out of supplies. He never runs out of mercy. Type that in the chat. Somebody say, he never runs out. He never runs out. He's Emmanuel. He's with us. He's a present-day 
currently happening spiritual father who will never leave you or forsake you. He's not just a God in the Bible. He's not just a baby in a manger. He is a living, mighty Savior, Redeemer, Restorer, Provider. Somebody say amen. He is God. And you have the privilege to take all of this, which is just a representation of 12 months of of what we have talked about this year. But can you imagine if inside each one of these designated categories you started to unfold god is in control i lost my job he gave me another one god is in control i lost my apartment he gave me another one god is in control i lost my family member but he's given me comfort god is in control there's so much more right he created i don't know how i'm going to do this project and suddenly you get this brainstorm in the middle and you go okay that must have been god because i would never think of that He didn't arrive in a zone of safety, but he established himself in a zone for his glory. You see, we don't always live in that place of safety, but God comes for his glory and his honor to work in your life and mine. He didn't come to a perfect place. So today I want to say to you, please stop waiting for perfection. His perfect gift of his son was given to you and me to handle our imperfect lives. So many people say, not yet, Pastor Jen. I'm not ready yet, Pastor Jen. I got to be better. I got to be stronger. I got to have something else. And then there's the ones who show up every Sunday in the prayer room and in the foyer and drive, take public transportation two hours to get here. And those of you that pray online with us on Wednesday nights are come. His perfect gift deserves our imperfect love. He did not come because you're perfect. He came because you needed him to perfect those things in your life. Think about when he came. He chose a period of time that was full of destructive people groups. I mean, how many of us have said, man, the world is so destructive and there's so much division. But Jesus came in a moment. In scripture, when there was all kind of destructive people groups going on, God didn't say, oh, no, the world is terrible. Jesus, just stay here in heaven. In fact, he said, son, go, and I'll be with you. I tell you to stop waiting for perfect. Come to God with everything you have, even if it's a little bit today. Say to the Lord, help me just to do what I can do. Guess what? Every day we get up, we say, okay, Lord, you and me, we got to do this day. You know if I'm tired. You know if I've got, you know, 500 boxes open in my brain. I got the spinning wheel of reconnecting sometimes. (laughs) If you're talking to me and I'm like, huh, it's probably because that reconnecting thing is going on. If you have a phone or computer, you know what I'm talking about. I believe he's saying to you and I this morning, these things in your life that took you on a journey, just like it said these things were done to fulfill, right, were allowed in order to fulfill my promises and destiny, assigned to your life. You could have had another path, another choice, but the story I'm giving you, says the Lord, is the greatest story of your life. It is the story of my redeeming love. 
He takes that pain and that struggle. He restructures it. If you've ever seen broken glass turned into a mosaic of beauty, it's not a glass that's just plain with nothing. It's been broken and cracked and painted and shined and put in the furnace. And then it makes this beautiful vase or light fixture or lots of beautiful things that are made with glass. So I want you to remember why he came today. To show you his unconditional love. To give you his supernatural peace. To exchange your frustrated dreams for his divine destiny upon your life. This morning, right now, I just believe maybe there's someone in this room that you have felt frustrated. And right now, you can just say to the Lord, I receive the gift of trust. I receive the gift of peace. God, I will continue to trust you until I can't see me anymore and all I see is you. Because that's the goal. One day, we're going to stand before him. He came to give us limitless reasons to worship the King of Kings. Will you stand with me? Worship team, will you come? Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have given us the greatest gift of all. I thank you that you are ever-present in our lives. You are Jehovah Emmanuel, God with us ever present, eternally present. You will never leave us. You will never forsake us. Even when we leave, you don't. So Lord, today, right now in this place, I pray for every person. I pray, God, that we would begin to say to the Lord, I don't need anything I can buy in a store. I don't need anything that doesn't fit. I need the gospel of the glory of Jesus Christ to transform me once again. I want to open the gift again. I want to reopen it and reopen it and reopen it. Each time saying, Lord, more peace, more joy, more hope. Father, your Holy Spirit is in this place right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. Don't be nervous and applause because the Holy Spirit is speaking to some. Right now, I want you to say to the Lord in your own words, I receive. I receive Jesus. I receive. With your heads bowed and your eyes closed, I firmly believe the Bible. And it says, where two or three agree as touching anything, it will be done in Jesus' name. So I'm not asking you to do this life alone or to open these gifts from Jesus alone. I'm asking you to let me, let me be with you. Let me pray with you. So maybe you're in this room right now and you would say by lifting your hand, Pastor Jen, I need to open the love of Jesus. I need more of the love of Jesus in my heart. I, I feel like I've lost it. I feel like maybe it's lukewarm. I need more of the love of Jesus in my heart. That's you. I want you to lift your hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your honesty. I'm praying for you. Thank you for your honesty. Don't let it get... Wow. 
the Lord is faithful to his children. As you have listened to the message today, I pray that you hear the Lord saying, I know you, I've called you by name, and I'm working on your behalf. I invite you right now to say this prayer with me, to make Jesus Lord over all. Maybe there's something in your life today that has caused you turmoil, that has put questions or doubts in your mind. You know, the Bible says he's as close as the mention of his name. In this season, we celebrate Jesus, the name that's above every other name. So pray this prayer with me right now and ask Jesus to help you. He's with you. You are not alone. I want to say it again. You are not alone. So Father, we thank you right now. I'm going to pray this prayer and you're going to pray with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life, to take over every concern I have, Forgive me for those moments when I have doubted or don't trust. Be the Lord over all. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I say yes to you. I'm all yours from this moment forward. By the power of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for hearing this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I want to encourage you, if you have said this prayer, send me an email, write us, join us on campus when you get to Rome, because I know that God has something for you, and I know that you need to know you're not going to do life alone. I also feel very impressed today as I pray for you for the needs in your life. I know that during the, the winter months, there's lots of different emotions that come about. And I want you to know today, the Lord is with you. The Lord is for you. He said his name is Emmanuel, God with us. And so today, I want to pray for your miracle. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would heal the broken heart, that you would restore the wounded mind, that you would be Jehovah Jireh for the one who has needs financially. God, you have shown us this year that we are the living proof that God is at work in us and through us. So right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, across the airwaves, wherever you're watching from, I am praying right now for your miracle in motion. I want you to say, I believe. I believe that God is with you. I believe that God is for you. And I believe that he has brought you to this family of faith, not only online, but wherever you are, that you would know. I have people who write me and I'm praying right now that you'll be one of those ones who said, I found new hope, new life, new purpose as I join together in prayer with Pastor Jen and all of those at ICF Rome. I bless you in the name of Jesus. I thank you for your online giving. I thank you that you are sowing seeds. You are sowing gratefulness to God for all that he's done and doing. This has been an amazing year of living proof. And today, as we think about, we're getting ready to go into a new year before we know it. I want you to know God is with you. God is for you. You're not alone. Your miracle is in motion. I love you. We love you. And most importantly, Jesus loves you. So go out there, walk for him, shine for him, and believe that he's got a miracle for you.